We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Blue Wire. What is up, Nets fans? Welcome to the Brooklyn Buzz. I'm Nick Faye with Jack Manuel, as always, recapping a Nets win over the Wizards 125-123. Jack, it's been a long 48 hours, but we're here. Ain't shit funny, Nick. <laughs> it's not funny, but the Nets got a dub. Cam Thomas was awesome. Edmund Sumner stepped up. The Nets had eight active players at one point, but they got the job done. We're going to jump to that and plenty more. But Jack, where do you want to start with this one? We're starting with Killer Cam, the comedian himself, 44 points, 16 to 23 from the field, 4 or 5 from 3, 8 or 9 from the free throw line, 6 boards, 2 offensive boards, 5 assists, leading the team with Nick Claxton in that department as well, was plus 6 for his 44 points, a truly marvelous, outstanding performance from Cam freaking Thomas, an absolute gun of a young gun, 19 points in the fourth quarter, I think it was, Nick. There is plenty of shit that was funny about tonight. Yeah, I mean, Cam was awesome. I mean, you really, this is the best game of his NBA career. He stepped up, like you said, 44 points in this game. Crazy efficiency from both the two points and the three-point line. And just, I was talking to you before we hopped on, the shot chart for him was amazing. You know, not many long twos other than that clutch one late down the stretch. He just really did everything the Nets needed. In a night where they didn't have a ton of energy to start this one, him and Sumner really turned it up in that second half and pulled the Nets to a victory in a game in which they were down 20 to the Wizards, who have been playing pretty good basketball. Yeah, I think this is a win that just, you, you could sense the energy of Barclays. They were really jumping on board with Cam and Ed and and Patty and Utah and Clax. It was just one of those nights where the the energy was reverberating across the board. Jacques Vaughn, with his attitude, has been outstanding since overtaking as head coach. And we'll touch on some of his stuff a little bit when it comes to Kyrie in a, in a bonus episode we'll do for you guys after this game recap. But Cam Thomas was just outstanding tonight. Like, he has... So, so much talent and so much potential. And obviously with Kyrie Irving being out with, and I'm doing air quotes on an audio platform, calf soreness, it allowed him to have the opportunity to really showcase his stuff. You know, Seth Curry was injured in, in the middle of the game as well. So it gave him those extra minutes. To score 44 points in 29 minutes, it's freaking ridiculous, Nick. Yeah, and on 23 shot attempts. I mean, just a really efficient game. And this was, like I said, the best game of his career. But... 
what stuck out to me the most was his ability to get downhill in this game. You know, consistently attacked the paint, got to the rim, had the best dunk of his career in transition in this game, oh, too. As oh. we've talked about before, very limited dunks to choose from. But tonight, he he went up to finish and probably could have gotten N1 on that play. Yeah, that was a slam. And I think Yuta Watsonabe was all of us, you know, going Super <laughs> Saiyan mode. You know, I love that. I love when Yuta just gets pumped up. It's it's a lot of fun. And and, and Cam kicked out a three to Yuta as well. So yeah. he had a, a, an incredible game all around. Just a... This was reminiscent of Kyrie Irving, might I even say. And look, I'm saying build around Cam, Clax, and KD. But through chaos comes opportunity, I guess, Nick. You know, the, the, I don't know if that's an ancient proverb from somewhere, you know, uh, around the world. But Cam Thomas, all he needs is the opportunity. We, we've seen him, you know, against Indiana. When he gets the time, his game is built on rhythm. And he was able to develop a rhythm like instantaneously and just really have an impact on so many facets of the game. He has an incredible floater game. He's a wonderful free throw shooter. It's good that he, we know he is a good three point shooter. He hasn't been able to show that for consistent periods as an NBA player, but we know the form is good. He is a, his mechanics are, are, are true. So for him to put it all together on a night like tonight, it's it's what Nets fans needed. It's the remedy. It's the medicine that we all needed. And, you know, it allowed him to just go, look, maybe I'm an untradeable asset now. Yeah, maybe he is. Um, his three-point shot, just to touch on that, looks really confident. Looks like it just has a little bit more spring to it, or maybe a little bit more activity from his legs. Uh, the, th the step back three hit over Corey Kispert just gave me uh, flashbacks to Summer League because that's where Cam really popped off. And Kispert was one of the guys that he was cooking back then. So it was nice to see him really just go to work. Like you said, Seth being out, they had to go to cam. They had no choice. And as you mentioned, he's a player that with more minutes just plays better. And I think it's just good to know. Obviously you knew he was capable of scoring a lot of points, but still it's, he took a step tonight and it's obviously only one game, but hopefully this game is something that helps him build moving forward, especially with the shot chart and his ability, like I said, to get downhill, finish with both hands. Like you mentioned, Jack, has the floater, has the teardrop, just has an array of different moves. And I think sometimes Cam is a culprit of making the game harder for himself. Tonight, he played the game in an easy way and took advantage and got those 44 points, but also had nine free throw attempts. And I think that's something that he could do better, you know, moving forward and that he did tonight is get to the free throw line because he does have some stockiness to his game. Yeah, and five assists. You know, yeah. it, there was just a, a real completeness to his game. And the talent is, is has always been there. And the opportunity was there for him tonight. The the simplification. This is what, you know, uh, the, the highest level of Cam Thomas can be. And because of the, the glut at the guard position that the Nets do have, Edmund Sumner, Seth Curry, Paddy Mills, Kyrie Irving, it means that the opportunities haven't been there for a guy like Cam Thomas who isn't really the prototypical sort of like role player off the bench. Needs a bit of rhythm, needs a bit of time to sort of get himself going. The five assists for me is something that I really like too. I always like the free throw attempts as you alluded to as well, Nick. But you know, he was he was incredible tonight. And and I think it's gonna be a game that that really goes down. You know, he had a, that breakout game against the New York Knicks was was a, a hell of a performance too. You know, you you alluded to the summer league MVP as well. This kid has something and look, it'd be fun to see him grow in Brooklyn if and when Kyrie Irving does depart. Maybe Cam's in another package, but th this kid has something and I think he's going to be a special NBA player. It'd be cool to see it in the black and white. I think what also happens is obviously with Kyrie being gone and not playing tonight and the other guys being out, there's just more touches and opportunities to create and put the ball in his hands. And that's when he's at his best. And, you know, obviously with Kyrie, 
99% gone, and we'll talk about that, like you said, in a bonus episode, you look at there being more opportunities for him. Even if it's off the bench and just an opportunity to maintain that unit, that's something that I think you look at with Cam. And obviously, again, it's one game. He's been inconsistent, but he's also a young player that could benefit from having a consistent role, which just hasn't been the case this year. Because when we've seen him play big minutes, you know, going back to even that Pacers game, you know, he had big moments in that fourth quarter. There's opportunity for him to be really good. And we know what KD thinks of Cam. Yeah, we, we Katie and Cam are, are, are two souls from the two guys cut from the same cloth. You know, these guys are hoopers. These guys are low key. These guys have low demeanor. They're like somewhat introverted. Uh, their personalities are just aligned. You know, we've seen the mentorship Katie's provided Cam. You know, Cam's one of his heroes was Kyrie Irving and James Harden. You know, never meet your heroes, maybe, but in, in saying that, you know, Cam was just wonderful tonight. And it was a wonderful team performance all around, Nick. You know, the, the character of this team is something that is really you know, a, a big credit to Jacques Vaughn, as I alluded to at the start of the pod. But should we get into Sumner or Clax? Because I think this was almost an underrated performance from Clax. Bit of a show out from Sumner, given uh, he got the starting nod. But both of those guys were incredible tonight, too. Yeah, let's go to Clax, because I thought Clax was a big component of Cam Thomas being so successful in this game with some of the screens he set and some of the dribble handoffs. And we know what Clax can do defensively. And there was even stretches offensively where he was really good in this game. Yeah, 37 minutes for Nick Claxton tonight, 4 of 8 from the field, a horrendous 50% field goal percentage for Nick Claxton, which is <laughs> unlike him. But 7 of 8 from the free throw line, dear Lord, and the Kyrie Irving leaves and Nick Claxton turns into Kyrie Irving from the free throw line. 13 rebounds, 6 of them offensive, like insane, 5 assists, again leading the team with Cam Thomas there. A steal, another cheeky 3 blocks, only the one turnover, a 15 point performance as well. Man, Nick's, the fact that Nick Claxton can do this without superstars around him shows how special he is. You know, how good you are, you, know, you define your success and your talent by how well can you play, you know, as a, a single entity, as a single player. Nick Claxton showed tonight that he is a budding young superstar in this league. But to be able to put up a 15 and a near 15 and 15 game without Kyrie next to him, without KD next to him, without Seth Curry, without all these guys around him, he is he's he's something, man. Clax City, baby. Yeah, I mean, he stuffed a stat sheet. Like you said, 15 and 13, had five assists in there and the three blocks of steal. I thought it's also incredible that he had one foul in this game, considering how bad the defense was from the Nets in the first half. It just felt like Clax was contesting every single shot for a stretch in this game. So credit him for just really polishing. And he, he did a pretty good job, I thought, at Porzingis when he got in the right situations and was able to crowd him and not, you know, get a little handsy. You know, there's a, a time or two where he was a little handsy and got the foul, but the next possession down was discipline, ended up getting that big block. And every defensive possession was so huge in this game late in the fourth. Yeah, Nick Claxton got six offensive boards and so did the Washington Wizards as a team. Like yeah, that, the, that's impressive. It's really impressive, and and I think he's been sort of not discredited for his rebounding, but I think because he's not Jared Allen, he doesn't put up twenty twenty. He's not Stephen Adams or, or these sort of guys. But Nick Claxton is just a, he's just a really good basketball player. Like he's a good offensive player. He's an incredible defensive player, and he can do so many li different little things. And he showed out tonight that like. Look, Cam Thomas was incredible, but Clax has been doing this every single freaking game. I can't remember the last time Nick Claxton had a bad game, Nick. Like, and that's that's what you say about superstars. You, know, you bridge between your best and your worst, and Nick Claxton's worst this season is pretty freaking good. So 
he, he's a and the fact like we're seeing this young talent like Nick Lax is what 23 years old yep. Cam Thomas is barely 21 yes obviously we would love to be in the championship window and Kyrie not doing the, the crazy Kyrie things but it, focusing on this game Claxton and Cam showed that talents and, and, and there's talent and youth are plenty on this on this roster and it's just fun to watch. It's just fun to yeah. watch. And especially in a game where you just need more energy because obviously of the trade request and everything going on and the uncertainty of the team for your young guys to step up, it sends an even bigger message. You know, if Seth Curry dropped 35, that would have been cool, but it's better to just see it from the young guys in a situation where everything's so unsure moving forward. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, let's get to Edmund, Edmund Sumner, Nick, because I thought this was a great game for him. Got the starting nod. 39 minutes, led the team in that department. 9-19 from the field, 2-9 from three. I like that he's taken them, but 9-10 from the free throw line, three assists, two boards, steal, a block, just a couple of turnovers. It was plus 10 for his 29 points. Look, sure, I've certainly discredited Sean Marks a lot, but getting this guy for what they were able to acquire him for, you know, it's it's something else. Like Edmund Sumner is an NBA player, and any player that can, and it's, yes, it might be easier in today's day and age of the of the league to put up 25, 30 points, but it's not that easy to to do it, and when you've got so many superstars that aren't out there, and Edmund Sumner shows that he is a, a long term NBA player coming off a, a pretty heavy injury, so. This was a really nice performance for him, and he's put in the work, and uh, Sean Marks took the flyer, and Edmund Sumner's been repaying, play, repaying the faith. You know, in terms of, you know, the volume of minutes is the thing that sticks out because I've always liked when he's been out there because, yeah, he might not score a heap, but he's sort of like Utah, like a guard Utah. He'll do some little things, like he'll drive hard and force the defense to sort of collapse, put some pressure on on the opposing players, you know, a really good point of attack defender, but tonight allowed him to really show out and have a sort of a, a, a bit of a a bit of a showy display, which was which was cool to see. Yeah, like you said, coming off a torn Achilles, that's huge. He plays with such energy and effort. I mean, I would probably guess that at least fifteen of his points came in transition. He was just consistently hustling in this game. Also, credit him. He was the guy that attacked Porzingis and got him the foul out of this game. 
that was huge down the stretch. And he was just consistently putting pressure. Like you said, two of nine from three. Good to see he's taking those attempts. Maybe cut down one or two of them that were early in the shot clock. But at the end of the day, you'll live with that because he just plays so damn hard out there. So really happy to see him perform. And he's a guy that's mentioned before. You know, when the stars are out, I'll step up and take more shots and take on a bigger workload. And he did that tonight. And I think, again, like you said, a small role, big role, whatever it is, Sumner's a professional and plays with a ton of energy. Yeah, I think what we, I'll just hop back to the Bob Myers thing. I think he said it like at a, one of the synergy things yep. or one of those like nerdy press conferences or whatever that was really cool. Like you just want basketballers, man. Like guys that can just do stuff with the ball in their hands. They can score, they can play defense. They can just do the little things. They have a good basketball IQ, a good feel for the game. That's what Edmund Sumner is. That's what Nick Claxton is. That's what Cam Thomas is. They've all just got like skills aplenty and they can impact the game. And, and that's all you want. And yes, despite his two of nine from three, the Nets were still 42.4%. 14 of 33. So you take outside of Edmund Sumner's shots, you know, you got Seth going three of four, you got Patty going two of five, Cam going four of five, two of three for, for Royce O'Neill. You know, they and you know, and you take out maybe Joe's 0 of four, who was pretty poor tonight. We don't really need to to touch on him, but it was a, a really good game. And, and and obviously Utah hit a big three uh, as well. But I think Patty Mills might have been the next best player, Nick. Yeah, I mean he was. He was pretty rough in that first half, but in the second half, he just came in, juiced up, was a big part of that that run. The Nets went on, on the cut down to single digits, hit those back-to-back threes, played with good energy, had that clutch too late in the fourth quarter as well. You know, Patty's professional, and he he's going to put effort in defensively as well. Obviously, he's going to be undersized, but I thought in this game, he actually had a couple decent plays on that end of the floor. But again, a professional player, and he's more so here for leadership at this point in his career. But he, when he's called upon, he'll give you hard minutes. Doesn't mean they'll be good minutes, but he'll he'll play his heart out. Yeah, this is where Patty, you know, maybe we can call him Patty the Pro, Patty the Pro Mill. Yeah. Like he, this is where he thrives. You know, the Indiana Pacers game, you know, for such extended stretches last year when there was COVID absences and, and everyone else aplenty, and Patty Mills just stepped up. And I think, you know, 5 of 14 doesn't look great on, but, you know, 2 of 5 from 3, but it was plus 12. You know, led the team in that department. And I think that that was reflective of the Nets, you know, going on that run that you alluded to and Patty being out there, providing the spacing, providing the juice, providing all those little intangible things. And this is what you, uh, look, I think he's on an inflated contract, but he's also one of the greatest Aussie exports in, in basketball history. And look, he could he could continue to tutor uh, Ben Simmons to uh, be a bit more like him. But you know, this is just a, a really professional performance from Patty Mills and his leadership and you know his shot making tonight was pretty positive as well. And just the, the little intangible things that a guy like him can provide as a, as a vet in the league. So really good to see, you know, my guy and so many of Australia's guy, Patty Mills, continue to do great things for the Nets. Yeah, I mean, you nailed it, Jack. And, you know, he has a role in this team. It's just not a role that you want to see in the postseason, and it's more going to have an influence off the court. But I guess touching on the rest of the guys, Royce O'Neal, solid game for him. You know, not anything crazy, but again... Four blocks, Nick! Yeah, four blocks, and a couple of them came on Porzingis with those quick hands getting in there and swiping that. I think he did a nice job on Porzingis at certain points. Obviously, KP did drop 38 points in this game, but it feels like I'm consistently saying the same thing about Royce. Solid game. You know, he was good enough for the Nets to win, and that's really what you're asking for him. He's filling in his 28 minutes, and he's doing a good job. There's not really much more to say. Yeah, it's sort of like you alluded to the the defense on Pozingas. It reminds you of the defense on Julius Randle. You know, he's just yep. he's just a, a good guy at, at, at guarding you know guys that have five or six inches on him because he has really good strength and you know he doesn't have those guys that really have great mobility and, and athleticism like a Jar Morant or Kyrie Irving or those sort of guys. But yeah, continuing to be consistent. But 
any other game notes, Nick, on on the rest of the players? You know, I think maybe Utah is worth pointing to because you know the four rebounds is something that sticks out to me in his twenty five minutes, and and you know he had a block as well, had a dime, you know, only hit the three points, but was out there for twenty five minutes, and this to me was like a, a beyond the box score sort of game uh, for Utah Watsonabe. Yeah, I thought defensively he had an impact in this game because Markeith Morris left. Daron Sharp was as bad as you probably can be in nine minutes of play. Utah came in, had to play small ball center a couple minutes when Clax was out, was able to combat some of the Wizards' bigger lineups. And like you said, you know, it's not a super productive game statistically, but on the court, he did his job. And he's just starting to get back to his rhythm, you know, starting to play just a normal level of basketball. And that's important. You know, we were worried maybe that it was just a hot stretch to start the year. And then he was kind of getting back to the mean, but no, the mean for him now is being a good role player off the bench. Yep. Good, consistent role playing basketball. That's what you, you need. You need those guys to contribute to winning basketball, especially in the regular season. But any final thoughts before we get to our second podcast and we'll chat some more Kyrie Irving news. Just a quick note on Seth Curry. Obviously, keep an eye on that groin injury. He knew pretty quickly he was injured, kind of ran right to the bench. Uh, Markeith Morris, I'm not sure what he left the game with. Even so, he's just completely washed. I think he might be even more washed than Patty Mills. Um, and Daron Sharp, I think eh, he he had that good game you know, a couple days ago against the Lakers, and ever since then, he's been very bad. You know, This is, like I said, Hard to play this bad in nine minutes, you know, foul wise, just consistently out of position, too handsy and doesn't really have much of an impact offensively at all. So interested to see what happens with Dayron Sharp moving forward. But that's it for me, Jack. Anything for you? Uh, fast break points, 27 to six, just looking at the ESPN team stats. And, and that's something that certainly stuck out. And you made point of it. When Sumner it probably had Sumner. more than the Wizards as, as a team. <laughs> yeah, probably had 25 by himself, like <laughs> Nick Claxton with the offensive boards. But uh, it's nice to recap a win and then talk some more chaotic stuff when it comes to Kyrie Irving. Ka- chaos with a K, as I said in the last pod. And just one more note, Richard Jefferson after the game said this is one of the guttiest wins he's ever seen from a team in his NBA career, which, you know, RJ obviously is recency bias sometimes, but I think it does say would a you lot. Say, would you say, Nick, in terms of this or the Pacers game, which one stuck out to you as a more sort of like uplifting sort of win? For me personally, probably this game, because obviously yesterday was disappointing given the Kyrie trade request. But I think as a team too, this is more important because like, the team is in turmoil. There's a question of like, what's going to happen with the season? The guys came in and they were professional. You know, Jacques Vaughn talked about it before the game. I think he talked about it after the game. You know, the first step was being here. They're here. So if you're going to be here, do the work and get a win. And that's what they did in this game. So credit to the team for stepping up and the guys being professional. And also Jacques Vaughn just coming with a ton of energy and just really good human interactions you know that's one thing i'll say about vaughn he's not the perfect nba coach with the x's and o's but it's hard to imagine many guys being a better person to his players than jock vaughn yeah you the charisma that he has is is he draws you in and he certainly turned me around and, and i certainly have put all the stuff behind that i've sort of thought about him you know in his time in orlando even that little mini bubble tenure you know he's grown as a person and as a coach and i'm loving what he's doing and we'll chat a little bit about what he sort of said with Kyrie irving in our next pod but yeah i'd probably go this one as well nick it, it feels pretty bloody good but that paces one was pretty bloody good too any w is 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 a good one a because w. yeah it's a w and and the next one to hang around that sort of top four top three top two maybe wins matter and cam thomas nick claxton edmund sumner ever Everyone else chipping in. Great win, guys. Yeah. Always a pleasure, Jack. Big thanks to everybody for listening. Check the buzz on all streaming platforms. The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing. 
but you know better, and your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com.